It was a brick by brick and a stone by stone Rome wasn't built in a day, it wasn't done alone See, the spirit is the merit and the mind is the home It takes a whole village to get a child out this home, yes To be a great man without good instructions A surefire way to lead a life of destruction Let's be honest, sit down and tune in Put an hour of your life into some instruction salutations welcome back thank you for being here from whatever platform you're listening from this is menstruction the place where the men of today build the structures for the men of tomorrow brick by brick stone by stone We offer the beneficial bricks to fortify the structure that is you incorporated. Welcome back. Before we get right after it, I just want to say whatever platform you are listening from, please engage. Leave your questions, comments, concerns, ideas, all those good things. That engagement really, 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 really helps with the process, with the agenda, with the movement. Now, let's get right after it. I really, really have wanted to have a dialogue about what I see in what appears to be a fairly regular occurrence of not being able to not being transparent about the male struggle. And I hesitate to even call it the male struggle because it's from my perspective, a very general struggle or, or a general set of issues and conflicts that are just internalized and reacted to in a way that most men do. So it's not so much so the struggles that are masculine or of men in nature, but the response. And all of us are familiar with either having done so ourselves or knowing someone who does it terminally. And what does that look like? It happens in a lot of different places. It can happen in the workplace where you're not satisfied with the work that you're doing. You feel like you're not making the moves that you want to make for us men, especially you feel like you're not making the money that you want to be making. So you have more responsibilities you want to take on or you have a transition that you want to make that. For whatever reason, you feel that you can't do. You feel like someone might be better suited for that promotion. Someone ahead of you or in your area that you work might obstruct you from making that move. You personally don't have enough confidence to feel like you truly deserve to make said move. But at the same time, you feel that or you know for a fact that someone else is getting paid more to do less or is getting paid a certain amount to do the same work that you know you're capable of doing and probably already do going above and beyond the call of duty. So it happens in that space. It happens in the personal space, the mental health space. 
You're struggling. You feel like you're not where you want to be in life. You feel directionless. You don't know where you want to go in life, where you're trying to go, where you need to go. You're living in someone else's image. Or perhaps you started to pursue your own image, but you don't believe in that image. You start to find yourself in a space where, especially in regards to females, you don't have the confidence to approach the way you want to. Or you feel there isn't any reason to do so because the quality of the dating market isn't what you want it to be. Or because you feel like you don't have the access to the type of woman that you feel like you'd be best suited to for the myriad of reasons that you might believe that and that in itself could be an episode or another conversation in the physical space and also related to the mental space you don't have confidence in your physical self your appearance what you look like how you're built how you physically see yourself but not just that your your self-image Believing that you are worthy, believing that you have essence and importance and that you're building that and working on that. And so all of those things and variations of them all in between are on their face, not uncommon and not in any way unreasonable to feel or think. But what happens is instead of addressing those things. In some way, shape, or form, whether that be direct, indirect, or progressive, gradually over time, we take it and we sit on it until it gets to a point where it's too much to be handled, or it gets to a point where it is hindering us so much so that it's preventing us from moving to a specific space that we really, really, really want to get into. We really want to take that stride. You want to take that leap with a certain young lady and make that move. So now you feel like you have to address that self-image problem. I really, really, really want to change my profession. So now I have to deal with that. I don't feel confident enough to state my worth or to take that risk to prove that I can do more. And so when those things come up, a lot of times what happens is it will get shared, but it will get shared with people in the moment that are relevant to whatever situation or move you're trying to make. And we open up to those people, which can be male type individuals, but I really believe more often than not tend to be female individuals or it gets expressed when a forum of men form with similar issues and in a similar situation and they choose To then open up and share those things. And that's really where I want to go with this conversation today. I don't feel that that happens enough. And more importantly, I don't feel like it happens in the right spaces at the right times enough. Even myself, I have the tendency to not want to share so much so of those struggles and those concerns especially with the other men in that space, because I don't want to be looked at as different or incapable or as someone that's disagreeable and that's causing an issue. But what I found and what I have found in 
numerous situations like such when you do step up and when you do have that conversation, which usually take the form in something that's either off the clock or in some kind of lull period throughout the day, not only do you get this personal relief where it's like, man, I got that off my chest, but also you tend to find that a lot of what was on your mind and how you felt is a common experience. And the man that you open up to totally understands the perspective of which you're coming at that issue from. And not only can they coalesce and really express that commonality, but now they have a new perspective to view you from. And they know the depth of which you're thinking about that. And they're like, okay, well, I see you're an intuitive thinker. Or I see that that issue is something that you obviously put some kind of concern into. Or at the very least, it's something that, hey, moving forward, I can pay attention to because I didn't realize that was an issue. And so you begin to build a connection, a mutual respect. And so moving forward, what happens is now when you have these challenges now when you have this personal struggle which you feel won't be understood that you've internalized or you feel isn't as priority you can minimize it or i shouldn't even say minimize it but you can now put it into perspective and take a lot of the tension and stress out of the actual situation and really bring it to its objectives and at the very least you know that there's someone else you can bring it to, another male individual that you can bring it to that's going to understand that. And of course, on the surface, all of what I'm saying here seems like, uh, duh, of course, that's anything for anybody. If you open up to other people, they open up back to you. And this is true. There is science that goes behind that. You know, there is truly something to be said about the kind of energy that you put out in very it very much so reflects the energy that you get in return the kind of individual you display yourself as is is directly proportional to the kind of people you attract to yourself that is all very true nothing i'm saying so far is prolific but where i want to go with it and what i think isn't always as expressed and is more important is why specifically as men when it comes to sharing those things with each other we're kind of hesitant and there seems to be more of a struggle and or less of a propensity to want to step up and say yeah i want to know what's going on with him or on the flip side if it's you that's going through something yeah i'm willing to share because if it's a grand form where a bunch of guys are around and we're all just shooting shit and whatever then it's more likely it'll come out why is that but more often than not, it will come out in a situation where there is a female presence. There's a feminine energy around where now we're willing to open up and share that and get into the minutia of an issue. Because here's the thing. I'm not saying here that as men, we do not share our issues with each other and complications that we have and that kind of thing. Of course we do. I mean, that's a lot of the time. The real conversation that's had when we have male bonding time. I think that's a crucial part of the bonding process. 
and what brings us together, what makes that kind of time so precious, because we can really be vulnerable to a certain extent and share a common mindset. And so we do that. By no means am I saying we don't. Of course. But it's usually if we're being honest, it's usually surface level material. Things we can all for the most part relate to to some degree, but not really getting into the minutia of it. Let's say, for example, a man has a child on the way and his lady really wants him to get a room ready for the child. You know, the whole shebang, get the crib and, and, and paint it and decorate and all that good stuff. And deep down and in, he's really, really anxious and excited about it. He's its first child, but doesn't know how to express that. And or feels like he doesn't want to express that because he doesn't want to be seen as, I don't know, vulnerable, doesn't want to be seen as soft, quote unquote, or doesn't want his lady to ask more of him than what what she's already asking. So he doesn't express that, even though truly that's how he feels deep down within. So deep down, excuse me, within, you really, really want to get that room ready. And so then we'll go with the guys and kicking and start talking and this, that, and the other. And that then becomes, man, she's always nagging me, man. I don't know if I'm ready. And that's the reality of the, the situation. What you really, really feel at the core of that is I don't know if I'm ready. I'm anxious, but I'm scared. I'm terrified. And those conversations, that conversation happens too but not as often as it should. And it'll happen sometimes if you have a guy in the group that has that voice of reason who might be more in touch with his emotional side, who might be more in touch with his quote-unquote feminine energy. Maybe you'll have somebody in a group who's already had a similar experience, so they'll open up. Or that voice of reason isn't present. That conversation doesn't happen. It stays surface level that part of the conversation doesn't happen. I'm anxious. I'm excited. Might even sometimes it might even go that far. I'm anxious. I'm excited. Like I'm hyped. It's my first kid. Da, da, da. But it doesn't get to the the finer details of I am terrified. I'm terrified. I'm anxious. I'm excited, but I'm terrified. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Now, let's acknowledge this as well. In some instances, with certain forums and certain arenas for that, uh, where these conversations happen, it's not always the best time to get into the minutia as well. If it's a uh, after work, off the clock, shooting the shit session, you might not want to get into that. It might not be paramount to really, really get into that because, you know, where we're relaxing, we're getting off, we're not really trying to be. Getting into, I mean, depending on the coworkers that you have and so on and so forth, maybe we're not trying to go there with that at that time. But if it's a situation like a, a, a guy's night, for example, or something of that caliber, then yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the whole point. It's about bonding. It's about being able to have a common experience. And being able to share that with one another and be honest with each other. Why do we feel like we cannot be 
that vulnerable with each other on a regular basis. Now, I have a friend, a very good friend, who I've known for a very long time, obviously has a lot of crazy, amazing things that go through his head. He's a visual artist. So I know it's plenty of colorful, imaginative, illustrious things going on in his mind at all times. And I also know from having many a personal conversation with him that there are a lot of things that go on, on his, that go on in his mind on a personal level. That has to do with my self-image. That has to do with my financial status. That has to do with my progress in life. But when we all get together as guys, him, myself, and a mutual friend of ours, and we want to have those conversations with him because we know there are things that really hinder him and that weigh heavy on his heart in those areas. It's the hardest nut to crack. <laughs> and he has it made up in his mind that that's just something that you just do not open up and express to anyone about. Although we know that there are times and people he has opened up to about these things. And believe it or not, they tend to be female type individuals. I'm I, sorry. I say female type humanoids, females, <laughs> women. Okay. And so it always breeds the question. And myself and the mutual friend have had many a conversation about, well, why does he feel like he can't just be open and honest with us. We're his friends. We're not going to judge. We've been around for a year. We've known you for 10 plus years. We've been homies forever. We here. We're not going to look at you differently. We're not going to treat you differently. So those obstacles don't exist. Because sometimes in those forums, you don't want to go there because you're like, well, I don't know these guys well enough. Or, uh, you know, we maybe we're not that close and they, they might look at me differently. That might alter the course of our relationship. But we we've been here. Over a decade, we've known each other and been tight and we still here. So that's not going to change. Our perspective of you and your character isn't going to change. What is going to change more than likely is the respect we have for you and the connection we have with you. Because that same mutual friend and myself had our own transition period um, a couple years ago where we individually were going through a lot, a lot of personal challenges, a lot of transitions happening all at once and having to battle those struggles on our own to figure ourselves out and put the pieces together. But during that time, we were very vulnerable and communicative with each other. And I shared my struggle and what I was going through and the challenges I was having. And he shared his with me. And we were very open and honest with each other about it. And because of it, it unlocked a new level of connection and unlocked another level of bonding and respect for each other. That's what it did for us. So it puts us at a point where now when it comes to it seemingly damn near anything, nothing is too personal that we can't share with each other. To the point now where we can communicate with each other in such a way that there aren't too many things that are off limits. There aren't too many things where there's a level of discomfort or concern. We can just be point blank honest. 
And it's really a beautiful thing because it applies on both sides of the spectrum. If it's something that's really positive, if I've made a great stride, if, if, if I've got a promotion, if I've made a definitive decision to make this move in my life, if this I've achieved this, I, can, I know who I can go share that with and I can get into how I really feel about it. I'm excited. I'm anxious. I'm I'm I'm. I'm enamored. I, I, I'm disappointed that it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. But this is where I am now I can be completely forthright and honest about it. Or on the other side of the spectrum, if I'm just going through it, life is throwing everything at me at one time and I have to figure it out. And I feel like I'm failing at everything and none of it's going according to plan. I know who I can talk to about that as well. And again, be very forthright, honest and vulnerable about it. Man, I hate it. I hate myself. I hate the decisions I have to make. I hate that I got to make these decisions right now. I hate that I didn't make the decisions I needed to make before. I hate the people involved. <laughs> I hate the people that put me here. I hate the people that can't help me get out. Whatever the case may be. But I can go into all of that. And I don't worry to the slightest extent that it's going to change anything. But our other friend. We don't have that level of connection with him. And that's not to say that it makes us any less of friends, nor does it change our perspective. It doesn't make us respect him any less, but it does prevent us from being on the same level across the board. All three of us. It makes that a bit more challenging and there's a noticeable divide that occurs when it comes to certain issues or certain conversations about personal experiences and so on and so forth, because we don't have that level of connectedness. And so then it brings certain issues. They fall into a place of ambiguity where if he's going through something, we have no idea what he's really going through because he doesn't open up to us in that way. We don't really know what's going on. We can theorize. We can put the pieces together. We can inference that, hey, and he might be going through this. He probably feels like this. If I were in that situation, I'd feel like that. But we don't really know. And it makes it hard for us to be great friends. It makes it hard for us to be supportive partners when we don't really know what the struggle is. It's hard to do that when we don't have that level of connection. Whereas going back to myself and the mutual friend, when it comes to a situation of that type, we know the course of action. I know what you need from me or I know what you don't need from me. We have that connection. And so that's how in an ideal world, of course, it would work with most men where we can Build that level of community within ourselves because we can have that layer of vulnerability with each other. We can be that open. We can have that openness of, man, I'm going through it. And this is really how I feel about it. Instead of just being, ah, oh, man, you know, yeah, I'm having some struggles at work or yeah, man, I have some struggles at, at, at home. You know, ladies not acting right or I don't. You know, I'm, I'm behind on the bills. You know, money ain't looking how I want it to look. Instead of going into it, really being like, yo, listen, man, I'm behind. <laughs> I'm behind on these bills. I'm behind on this rent. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I feel like it might all get bad, bro. 
or man like I mean, I know I've been with this chick for a minute, but I, I, I'm starting to feel like I really made a mistake. She not, might not be it. Or if we're really talking in that relationship space, if we can just go there for a second. I made a decision impulsively. I really got into this situation because of the physical attraction. She just had it going on. She had the boom, bang, and the pow. And I had to just go ahead and knock it out of the park. <laughs> and I did. And I feel like that's all I wanted to get out of it, which doesn't sound great. That isn't fantastic. That's not something to brag about, but it's honest. But it's honest. But it's vulnerable. I'm going to tell you realistically what's really going on, what's really on my mind. We have to talk about these things. And it's not just to get it off of you, because that's important. To be able to take a lot of these burdens we carry on ourselves and share them. I have a theory. When you share, I look at, I'm, I'm a visual thinker, so let's, let's paint the picture. I look at your personal baggage that you carry with yourself. The struggles, the concerns, the insecurities, all of that. I think about it as if it were in a wagon, you know, those red wagons with the, the handle, you know, the typical wagon or wheelbarrow. Even I think of them all as. Let's say stones that you put in the wagon and that's just something that's attached to you at the hip. You got to pull it behind you or push it in front of you, however you want to move it. But naturally, there comes a point where you put so much of a load in your wagon that it's just too much for you to carry alone. It's too much for you to mobilize and you make a decision. Either you get some help to move it or you lighten the load. You get rid of some of it. And so that's how I look at the personal burdens we carry on ourselves as men. Either you go to try to alleviate some of those burdens. I'm going to start working on my mental health. I'm going to start figuring out my self image and why I don't have the confidence I want to, why I don't respect myself the way I need to, why I let other people disrespect me, why I feel like I don't deserve to make the moves that I need to make, why I feel like I should be in the relationship or I pursue the people that I do that do not give back to me the way that I give to them. And you lighten that load or you go to others, your personal circle, your forum of men, whoever that is, and you go share the load. What do I mean by share? It's literally, again, I look at it as, a, as an offering. This is my load. This is what I've been carrying. Here's a stone. Take it. Here's a stone. Take it. Here's a stone. Take it. And you share. You share what it is that you're carrying to make it more feasible for you. But to be clear, this is not you offloading your issues onto someone else. That does not alleviate the issue when you just offload it on someone else. And that's not what you're doing. You are sharing that load with someone else. And why is it different? Because when you do that, going back to what I was saying earlier, when you open up and create that connection with other men, with someone else, what do they do? They open up to you. The energy that you put out, you get in return. 
And so when I share my stone with you, when I share my load with you, you're going to open up and share yours with me. And so realistically, what we're doing is we're shifting the weight around. You're not emptying the wheelbarrow because then that literally would mean that you were offloading it onto someone else. No, here's a stone I share with you. Here's a stone I share with you. And then you look and you're like, okay, let me assess. What am I carrying? Okay, here's a stone for you. Okay, I'll take that. That's lighter than the one I had. Okay, I'll take that one. And that's how community works. That's how brotherhood is supposed to work. You pick me up, dust me off. I pick you up and dust you off. If we're going through it, let's go through it together. I'm here with you. You don't have to carry that load on your own. If it's too much, let me know. Let me help you. I'm here for you. But you can't be that person. You can't have those people around you if you do not share that load in the first place. And that's the key. We can't create that community if we're not willing to share in the first place. And see, what we do a lot of the times is we run to people that we know for a fact have a much bigger wagon. And we're like, yeah, okay, I'll I'll open up. I'll share a few stones here because I know they can take it. The problem with that is you don't always know that for sure. And also, even if that is the case and it is someone that seems to have the capacity, how do you know there aren't seven other people doing the same thing you're doing? And you go to someone who you believe because You've seen them withstand. You've seen them persevere or they've even told you, hey, listen, you can place some of your load here and you do that. You run to that person because they're always there, but their wagon is just getting heavier and heavier and heavier, including what they already started with. And if you're not creating that exchange where you drop some off, but they also can drop some off for you, then you don't even know if that person has the ability to offload any of their baggage and what they're carrying. So now you're creating a very unhealthy, overwhelmed individual who will lose the propensity to not just help other people, but to also help themselves. This is why it's key for us to create that connection, that exchange. I'm going to open up and be honest with you because I need to, I need the help. I need to offload that, but also because I'm trying to connect. I'm reaching out because I want you to reach out. So if you got some things, you can cast that out too. And we can help carry each other's load. And the other side of it too, what if I go to someone and I try to create this exchange and I try to be vulnerable and they can't handle it. They have too much going on. They've got their, their barrels full and they don't really have a lot of options of people to go to. And okay. That happens, but more times than not, you'll know who that is more times than not. You'll know if that's the situation, because for the most part, the people who don't have that ability, who don't have that capacity will usually make that pretty clear either by saying I cannot help you or when you go to make the exchange, here's a stone. They don't take it. They're like, okay. (laughs) In other words, what that means is when you go to open up to somebody like that and share with them, you don't get a concerned response or you don't get a response that matches the tone and energy of what you're sharing with them. 
you very much so feel like, oh man, I, that wasn't very fulfilling. I don't feel like you care or I don't feel like you can actually help me. That's how you know that. But more times than not, you'll know that. Most people do have the capacity and are willing to help, but might not see it that way or might not even realize that because they've never shared with someone else or because they've never had someone share with them. And so you don't realize the capacity you have. You don't realize the ability that someone else has to help you in that space. And so you got to think about it, man. We have to think about it and realize it's about self-preservation. You have to be able to create that exchange so we can all thrive together. It's about us being able to move forward together. It's not one man against another. Are we competitive? Sure. Do we have to go heads up with each other sometimes? Absolutely. Are there certain arenas where competition just benefits us more? Yes. But that doesn't take away from the need of community and that exchange of being able to share that struggle, those struggles and the being able to be truly vulnerable with one another. It creates community. It creates bond. It creates brotherhood because this is and this is with anyone. The highlights is not what brings you together. Good times are good times for a reason. You can enjoy those independently. It's great. It's the harsh times. It's when you really go down when you're in the trenches, as they say, <laughs> when you're trying to dig yourself out of that hole and you're looking up, you want to see a hand up there that you can reach out and grab and help. Or at the very least, you want to know there's someone with a shovel, some feet to the right of you. That's also digging. That's where the respect comes from. That's where the mutualism comes from. That's where the bonds come from. I mean, just think about it. If you have any great friends, long-standing friends, real friends, you know, part of the reason that you stand where you stand with that person, you have the respect that you have for that person, the love and admiration for that person is because you've either seen them weather hard times or you've weathered hard times with them. Let's just be honest. That's what it is. If you haven't, you probably don't have that much of a connection with that person. You don't have that much of a bond with that individual, realistically. She just haven't gone through it. As the that Drake line goes, um, what does he say? It's crazy how you gotta wait. Crazy till you gotta wait till it's darkest out to see who's really with you. I might have butchered that line, but the concept of you have to really go into the hardships to create the friendships the relationships keyword crucial part of it relationship the first part of that term is relation how are we related not how we're separated how are we related what brings us together and that doesn't just go for us man to man that goes for us human to human that's us when we interact with our female partners, your mothers, your, your aunties, your girlfriends, your wives, but more so where it is so much more crucial is man to man for the men that are building things. 
putting things together, that run things, that actually make differences and create agendas. They succeed so much more when they put their relations together, when they can relate, when they can be vulnerable and connect. And that's the thing. It's so horribly misconstrued. There's this narrative that that's weak. That's weakness. When you can be that vulnerable and be honest. Talk about your feelings. Like that's some dirty word. It's a taboo. You can't talk about your feelings. You're not supposed to talk about your feelings. That's weak. That's feminine. Right? That's girly. Oh, that's bitch made behavior. Where? Why? Why do we believe that? When it is nothing but the contrary. It's one of the strongest things you can do. To break it down and turn to your homies, to turn to your brothers, to turn to your co-workers, whatever community it is, and be able to say, man, this is where I'm at. This is really what it is. And here's the thing. is This isn't just on a personal level. This, on a, this can be on a professional level. If you're on a business, you can set a, a your general mission statement. Your objective as a business, the problem you're trying to solve, the services you provide and make that very clear up front. Right. You can. Let's say you run a Walmart location. You're a store manager. Obviously, everyone knows you're selling a myriad of different products. You sell grocery, you sell merchandise, electronics, cosmetics, all of that. You know that the people that work there know that and you sell it for prices that are way lower not even comparable to anybody else in the area that's the whole thing everyone knows that but see the people that you have your managers team leaders whatever they're called they have to understand how the business works the operational side and so again looking at the business as if it's you looking at yourself as a business you are the store manager you're trying to keep your business prof profitable and prosperous. The people you have working to make that happen, your managers, your assistant store managers, department managers, crew leads, all that. Those are the people that you keep in your circle, right? That's those are your, your good friends, your confidants, those people. They need to know the minutia of the business to make sure that they understand why they're doing what they're doing. Or in other words, they need to know how you really feel and what you're really about to know how to support you. Sure, you could sit down in front of your managers and say, yeah, oh, I mean, again, we sell this product, that product, this product. It's your department. You're in charge of clothes. You make sure that the clothes are on the racks where they're supposed to be. You can give them the general rundown of the, the, these are your tasks. But it has been proven and really just makes sense logically that when you sit down and explain why that's the process how does this work and what's the end goal that now i can understand why i'm pursuing what i'm pursuing now i can understand why my job function is crucial why i'm putting time into doing this i understand it when you explain to me okay well this is these are our kpis this is the goal we're trying to hit this is the cost of the goods this is what we need to sell this is why this much needs to be sold. This is why this promotion happens when it does. We got bills to pay. It's the, the location that the store is on, there's rent that has to be paid. You got to pay for the utilities. Keep the lights on in the place. The water for the plumbing. 
payroll. Everyone wants to get the paycheck. All those things need to be covered. You doing these things in this part is how you play your part in doing that. It's the same thing with you as a man. I feel like I'm going through X, Y, and Z. I don't believe in myself. I don't feel good about myself. I don't like looking at myself. I don't like the decisions I'm making. I don't like where I'm at. Whatever. You go to your managers, which is are your men, your homies, your confidants, whoever it is that you trust enough and respect enough to keep you in check that way. And you open up. This is where I need to be. This is what I need. This is how I'm feeling. And this is where I'm trying to get to. This is where I want to be. This is what I don't like. So then they can have a better understanding and we can all be moving towards a unified vision. We have a mission. This is what we're trying to be. This is what we're trying to become. In the same vein of this is where what we're trying to achieve as a business. These are the benchmarks we need to hit because the bottom line of every business is to create revenue. The bottom line of every individual man is to find your purpose and live it to the best of your ability. You got to put the structures in place to do that. You got to tell the people who are in charge of whatever area what they need to do so they can play their part in that. But it starts with you. You're the store manager. It's you. It's your team. It's your team. You're in charge of that. But if you're not honest with your team. If you're not forthright with your team, they're not going to be a successful team. And and they don't have trust in you. They don't trust you because you're not forthright with them. When you're honest with them about that and on the negative side, we're not going to hit these benchmarks. We're going to be behind. Labor is going to be too high. We need to be trying to push X, Y, and Z. When you're honest, they respect you. Okay, man, that's the difference between man, John. Man, I love working with John, man. He's a great manager. He, he, you know, he says the game plan. He lets us know what's, what's going on. He keeps he's honest with us. We respect him versus man. I don't really like John. He doesn't share things with us. He just gives us an, an, an initiative and agenda. Let's get it done so we can get out the door. That's the difference. That's the same thing. That's the same difference between. Man, we really like being around James because he just seems like a real genuine brother. He keep it real. He break it down. If he going through it, he let us know. If he doing great, he let us know. If he's doing work on himself, he lets us know. When we need something, he always there for us. Versus, man, we don't really like being around James too much, man. He just don't seem like a very genu- a genuine dude. He's not honest. You don't really know what he got going on. So, in closing, men... It is imperative for our development. It's imperative for our connection, our community, our brotherhood, our bond, our stability in our societies, in our households, in our homes and businesses, in all the places that we are paramount characters, structures, that we be vulnerable We be honest and direct with each other, not just the base level stuff we talk about, not just shooting the shit, not just talking about sports, the weather, the chicks that we trying to go after, the money that we wish we were making, the cars we trying to buy. We know all of that. That's the base level stuff. That's the 
Yes, we work at Walmart and our job is to sell 10,000 different products at the lowest price as possible. We got to be honest with each other and share the struggle. I give a stone, you give a stone. I lighten your load, you lighten your load. We're in it together. It brings us together. It helps dispel that feeling of I can't trust you or I don't like you. And I know some of us, we we different personalities. Not all going to love each other and coalesce as easily as possible. That's fine. But to have a disdain, spite in your heart for how one man is moving and doing X, Y, and Z. And he's only moving that way because he's got his own struggles that he cannot open up about or hasn't opened up about. Unacceptable. And it causes us to have this internal strife with each other where it's the crab in the bucket mentality. So let's let's be honest. Let's be vulnerable. Let's be direct. Let's be accountable. And we can be open with each other with that. In that way. We create respect. We create bonds. We create accountability. That's what it takes. That's where it starts. That's where the roots are set in. We can do it. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of Menstruction. Another beneficial brick that will help fortify the structure that is you. This has been the place where the men of today build the structures for the men of tomorrow. Keep building. Peace.